By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. Shelly, are you going to be nice to me this morning and not bounce around between channels like Charlie Puth? You know, where he goes left, right, bouncing around like that. What is it? What is it that's going to constitute me being nice? I don't know. It's BS. Show. It's a no, Friday. No, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. I said, Shelly, will you be nice to me this morning and not bounce around between channels like Charlie Puth? If you listen to that song, he goes, I can hear over here, and he's over in the left channel. I can hear over here. I can hear. You know, he's in the middle. So in other words, they're oh, okay, they're, they're playing games with the stereo, which is really interesting because we talk about this from time to time, especially on Fridays. Uh, for a long, 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 long time, music was in mono. You know, you go back to the old, uh, you know, with the old gramophones or stuff like that. You know, way, way, way back to the Edison where they had the uh, the uh, cylinders. You know what I'm talking about? You remember those? They yes, had they the do. cylinders they recorded on. And then, yes. and then I was lucky enough to have my mom had a reel-to-reel recorder. That she used uh, in Rock girl. yeah, I mean, like back in the back in the in the in the in the sixties, had a reel to reel recorder that she used. It was a Wallen sack made by the three M company at the time, and it was used because she was a you know speech hair speech and hearing therapist and stuff like that. She used to record her patients and would you know help them and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, when stereo first came out in the late fifties and early sixties. All the music producers, oh, my God, we got it. So what they did was, if you listen to the early Beatles stuff, they stuck things in channels. In other words, like you would listen to a song. We'll play one of them this morning. uh, That all the vocals were in left channels and all the drums and the guitars were in right channel. That's the way they did it back then. And then later in the 60s, somebody came along and go, that's not the way things are. Because the idea being that what stereo is supposed to reproduce is the the effect you have if you were at a concert. So in other words, if you were like at Powell Symphony Hall and you had a seat in the middle of the symphony hall right down, like maybe not right down in the front row, but a few rows back, but in the center, you would hear the violins coming from the left, you would hear the brass coming from the right. And that was the way true stereo has come about, is that you try to recreate a live performance. Did you know that? I didn't, but thank you. Yes. Well, there'll be a test when we get done at 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'll be on top of that, Rose. <laughs> it's it's Friday, uh, my favorite day of the entire week. Shelly, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, can I ask, uh, your husband doing okay? He is doing okay, actually. I'm... Thank you for asking. Well, I'm, he, glad, um, I'm glad to hear that. is walking now. He can use a cane. And, um, yeah, he actually walked across the house into the, I call it the wings, but into the wing that I live in, and he he walked. Now, I don't, if you want, if you want me to move on from this topic, I'll be more than happy to, but I have a reason for talking about this. Uh, okay. It's okay if we mention what happened with your husband, right? Sure. Okay, your husband had his one leg amputated. And, he did, below the knee. Right, yes. and he is learning how to essentially, he's got a prosthetic, and yes. he's working with physical therapy people. Uh, yes, and, and, and OT people. And he's making quite a lot of progress, right? He is. They're very pleased with him because he's been doing it for almost two and a half months. And uh, he's really excelled. Now, keep in mind, and I'll mention this as well, too. I don't think you have a problem with this. I find it 
there's a lot of parallels, and I'll mention this in a minute, a lot of parallels uh, in my life with what's going on with your husband. And the interesting thing about it is that he uh, essentially is not a small guy, is he? No, he is a uh, tall drink of water, yes. And what, 6'6", six, six, something like that? 6'5". Six, 6'5", six, five. Six, five, okay. He's not the kind of guy that you'd want to meet in a dark alley if you made him mad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I've actually never seen, well, well, I've seen him irritated, but yeah, I've never. You, you don't he want... said that his ex-wife is the only person in his, in his life that has ever put him in a blind rage. Other than that, I've never seen it. I hear it happens, but I've never seen it. Well, now, hold on a minute now. Are you telling me that you, being the even-tempered... Uh... <laughs> you can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> you mean to tell me that your husband's never gotten mad at you? He do- He has, but then he, <laughs> but then he says, oh, you can't get mad at her. She had to work really hard to um, mess something up that bad. Well... I, I, the reason I mention this is a similar situation happened to my father. Very similar situation to your husband. Yes. And um, it was it was a life-changing thing for me. And it happened, matter of fact, right around this time. Matter of fact, it happened a week from yesterday, which would have been Thanksgiving Day, when my father had his leg, leg amputated way back a long time ago. And um, it initially turned out great. And then other complications kicked in, and it didn't turn out well at all. So I'm very happy to hear that your husband's making progress. I really, really, really have a tremendous amount of respect for people who have had adversity in their lives, especially physical, you know, kind of thing, um, and have moved past it. And I think what's sad is nowadays so many people use adversity to advance their position. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, they do. I mean, and and, and I'm not going to name everyone, any names, but yes, they do. I'm going to name not name any names, John Fetterman, but <laughs> really, <laughs> well, once again, it's to the point where you give me you give me two different people. You give me one person that's had you know that had a good upbringing, had good parents, and went away to college and got a good job, and you give me somebody else who's gone through not the best childhood had adversity in their life, and has pulled themselves up, as, as we say, we don't quite understand why this is, by the bootstraps, and have turned themselves around. And I'll take the latter over the former any day. Um, the people that, to me, have, have come from, you know, things blowing up in their face, adversity. I mean, it's, I think, guess it's part of the thing of me being an entrepreneur that, you know, there's all these crazy sayings about, like, uh, you know, uh, how do you increase your sex- success as you increase your failures? And I read something just the other day that uh, that uh, a guy was saying, if you are a business person, entrepreneur, you should not celebrate your successes. You should celebrate your failures, which I thought was interesting. You know why he said that? Um, because he's ridiculous. <laughs> no, because you learn from your failures. Failure is a tremendous educator. Whereas, If we've learned from our failures, why do we tear them all down and pretend like they never happened? Well, no, 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 but some people do. Do I mean, I don't. I will freely admit all my shortcomings, you know, and there are, there are many, That's many, many. That's not what I'm talking about. Well, no, Brad. no, I mean, but but I don't I don't tear them down. I talk about, you know, the crazy stuff that's happened to me. Matter of fact, there's something that happened to me yesterday, which was sort of interesting, uh, And and but that's a whole other story. Uh, it's just one of those things, you know, I mean, I think that that uh, you know people that don't necessarily. I mean, what's interesting to me is 
I think the whole current trend in government has been to take care of the people who are quote-unquote downtrodden, but yet nobody teaches them how to be a success. You know, they want, they want to give them money, they want to give them food, they want to give them a place to live, free this, free that, but nobody teaches them how to succeed. And I think one of the interesting things for me has always been, I'm being very philosophical here, one of the things that was frustrating me about President Obama is he had a pretty bad childhood. And... And, you know, bounced around between his father and his mother and, you know, depending and actually was raised by his grandmother and not the best childhood. Look what he did. He overcame the fact that he was a a minority, uh, became the president of the United States. And to me, he missed the mark by saying, look at me. Anybody could be the president. Look at me. I had a broken family. You know, lived with my father in Kenya for a while. Lived with my, you know, my mother sort of, you know, got rid of me. My mother died early. My grandmother raised me. Look at me. Look where I'm at. Look how the success I've had. And you can do it too. He never did that. And I think that's frustrating. But I don't know how I get talking about this. I think it was you asking me what happened yesterday uh, on I-70. What happened? Oh, you don't remember? <laughs> you know what happened on I-70 yesterday? What? The president was in town. He was? No, excuse me, the vice president was in town. And, she was. And and she got, there was a traffic jam on I-70 because a school bus broke down. Oh. And she got out of the school bus. And, I mean, her Secret Service, um, you know, Miss Miss Maris, we we, we pre- wish you wouldn't get out in public like this. You know, we this the scene is not necessarily secure; it's not clear. And she says, "I want to go look at that school bus." So she went up to that school bus and she pointed that school bus and pointed to everybody around her. Everybody was like, "Oh my God, that's Vice President Harris!" And she said, "Who doesn't love a yellow school bus, right? Can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus, right? Just there's something about." Most of us, many of us, went to school on the yellow school bus, right? I'm telling you, she is Miss Impromptu. I I uh, <laughs> didn't hear what you said. She said. Oh, you want it one more time? Yeah, okay. please. Listen carefully. Who doesn't love a yellow school bus, right? Can you raise your hand if you love a yellow school bus, right? Just there's something about most of us, many of us, went to school on the yellow school bus, right? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that was deep. <laughs> that was deep. I'm Thank you for sharing that. That happened in I-70 yesterday. <laughs> and you know where I got that quote from? No. Believe it or not, I got that quote off one of the Australian Australian news networks, one of the national news networks in Australia, a guy who's talking about this is like one of the one of the presenters, as they call them there. They don't call them newsreaders or or anchorman, anchorman. What they do in the United States, they call them presenters. It's the same thing they do in England. You're not you're not a talk show host. You're a presenter. Uh, it was one of the presenters on one of the national news channels talking about how they hope that I mean this is in Australia. The Australians hope that Joe Biden lives a long life, and because you know why. <laughs> Why? Well, guess what happens if Joe if something happens to Joe Biden? What? Guess who's the new president? Uh, this is a guy from Australia saying this. I mean, one of the news presenters in Australia. I'm going like, I can't believe this. See, you know, this happened a couple weeks ago, and I, I've t- I've teased this. You told me you heard it, but did you actually hear that quote? The way she talked about that. What 
to this just now? Yeah, the school bus thing. I I don't know. I didn't hear see. What's it. interesting about her is she has this habit of repeating things. Matter of fact, there's a there's a drinking it's like having a combo with me. Oh no, there's a. Did dr- you just say that? No. Why was it the cat or this? Same cat or a different cat? No, it was. It, there's a drinking game of revolving around our vice president. If you take one of her quotes, you have to take a drink every time she mentions the same word. And sometimes in 20 seconds, you have to take four drinks. I think in that one, you have to drink. I think she says yellow school bus four times. And like in how long is that cut? It's 18 seconds long. I think she says yellow school bus eight four times in 18 seconds. You know, Although, what's she interesting is, is definitely an no, orator. No, she would be great in advertising because of the fact that she's selling that line. You know, I mean, you and I talk about this all the time. I, we had a client who should remain nameless that wrote some copy and sent it to her the other day and only had their company and their company mention, mentioned it there once and it had all pronouns. We are, you know, you know, not A-R-E-O-U-R, our, we are. And I go, no, 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 don't, don't, don't put pronouns in there. Put your company name in there. Well, it sounds repetitive. Yeah, because you're selling your company. You know, don't don't say it once and then never say it again. Say it like, you know, there's three this, times. Yeah, there's this rule of what they call the rule of threes, which is sort of interesting. That if you really if you really want to get something in somebody's brain, you get it to them three times. You know, just like like for example, there was a time when we had a very interesting discussion. Shelly and I had the discussion. I don't know. I guess maybe a couple years back. And I said to her, I said, okay, now explain to me this. And she says, I'm going to make this so simple that it's going to, it's going to be embedded in your brain. I said, oh, go, go ahead, go ahead. And she went, doink, doink, doink. And you still have it. I'm so touched. <laughs> and then I said, what was that? And she said, boo-choo, 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 boo-choo. Oh, that was four. <laughs> How dare you? I'm sorry. Okay, time for us. Exactly. Thank you, Greta. Time for us to take a well-earned break so I can shut up and move on with the program, right? It is six thirty-one. It's BS show. It's Friday. I can play music like that. Although that's not that's not like one of my super Friday songs. But I don't know about you, Shelley. That song it's was a great song. It, though. It, it, it in does. A good mood. Your toes are kind of tapping. I couldn't agree your with you more. Head is kind of bopping. I'm telling it's, you, it's it's a good song. That's the Jimmy Cliff version, which, as five, if I'm not mistaken, was in the movie Cool Runnings, which was about the Jamaican bobsled sled team, which. Is interesting story. Anyway, uh, it is a Friday morning. It is 6.36. Um, weather, you know, this is abnormally cold. What was that? What did you just do? I'm sorry? What did you just do? It sounded, Why do you keep on asking me that? It sounded like you dragged like drag, uh, like 10 chains across the floor in your, in your place there. No? Oh, I was dragging tin chains across the floor. That's what I'm I sorry. thought. Okay, and let me take a look at the. I, I didn't you listen. Caught me. I didn't listen to Jennifer. You're supposed to pick up on that. I didn't listen to Jennifer. Wojcicki. Last forecast. Oh, uh, high's only going to be 32 today. Wow, 32. That's that's. I mean, low for this time of the year. You know, we go from. <laughs> remember a couple weeks ago, one day we set a record, and three days later it was in the 20s. You know. Daily climate, yep. daily climate change. That's what it is. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, hard to believe this is the last weekend before Thanksgiving. You didn't realize that? This is it. It's My, it's it is hard to fathom. Uh, a week. I'm not gonna lie. A week from today, it'll be Black Friday. A week from today, it'll be. Although you, you know, need to let people know that because they've had Black Friday since Valentine's Day. Yeah, but but that's you 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 just brought up my exact point. 
um, ever since the the you know uh, COVID dealy, the stores really aren't doing the Black Friday stuff anymore. I always tell the story that I always go to one of the big box places. I have drills. I have all sorts of hand tools. I love tools. I have lots of power yes, tools. You do. Okay. And what cracks me up, if you go to buy power tools, you know, battery-operated power tools are like are like shavers. You know, they give you the shaver. There you go again. They give you the shaver for, you know, like the handle for like free, but then the blades are like 20 bucks a piece. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and the, the, the handle probably costs 30 bucks, but they give it to you for free. It's like they're the drug dealer. They got you hooked, okay? It's the same goofy thing with power tools, with battery-operated power tools. Your husband can identify with this. You buy a drill combo, let's say a Milwaukee drill combo, 18-volt, what they call their 18-volt, uh, uh, you know, drill combo, their M18, and you can buy the drill, a charger, and three batteries for 99 bucks. But each of those batteries, if you buy it separately, are like 99 bucks. So you buy it. So every year I buy when it's on sale, I buy one of these combo sets, you know, that are normally on Black Friday sales, which has like at least two batteries in it, sometimes even three. And then I, I take the tool and the charger and I put it on eBay and I sell it. And the idea being is, okay, I'm buying batteries at like, in, you know, my effective price, let's say sometimes I had it one time where I bought uh, one tool and it cost me 99 bucks, had two batteries in it. And I sold the, the the drill and the 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 charger and the case it came in for like eighty nine bucks, and I still had two batteries. So essentially, I had two batteries that normally would cost like seventy nine dollars a piece. I had them for essentially five bucks a piece. But what I was going to say was, they're not doing that anymore. I went into Lowe's and I went into you know uh, uh, whatever the H, the 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 LD store. You know what I'm talking about. And a couple weeks ago, and I said, hey, guy, you guys going to do the Black Friday? Oh, no, every every day is Black Friday now. I go, oh, come on. Every day is Black Friday. You know, I mean, that's like saying every day is Christmas. Every day is your birthday. Every day is the 4th of July. No, it's not. There's only one day, right? One day is Black Friday. Well, evidently, there's more than one. Okay, now you're off mic, so you're playing with your microphone again. I wasn't off mic. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm going to send you the, the podcast, and you can listen to it yourself. <laughs> and you can hear the every once in a while that emanates from your end. It sounds, like you're, it sounds like you're whacking your microphone with your arm. Are you running your arm across the microphone? No. Okay. Are you running other body parts across the microphone? <laughs> yes, Brad, that's what oh, I Oh, I don't want to know anymore. You caught me. I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> Okay. It's um, called plausible deniability. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> okay. Um, next hour, I've got a whole bunch of stupid criminal stories that I'm going like, I can't believe this. And I'm going to try. Matter of fact, I don't want to bother him right now. Mike Otten, not Mike Otten. I got the more, more Mike. Mike's texting me. But Mike Elam, who is our... Um, buddy, ex-radio guy who used to be in the radio business and got smart and got out of it, and now is a St. Charles County... I was con- He's a councilman. Councilman. Okay, you know, some people are aldermen, some people... And, and some people, you can't call them councilman anymore. They have to be council person. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, Whatever. He filled in for one of the hosts in 97.1 yesterday who was sick, Mark, uh, Mark Reardon. And, and Mike was on fire. I mean, he was he was throwing down all sorts of crazy jokes and telling dad jokes the whole bit. But 
he told two really interesting stories. I'm going to text him here right around 7 o'clock and see if we can get him on the air at 7.30 because he talked about two things that I thought were really, really, actually one thing was, in other words, uh, two things. One was a stupid criminal trick, and the other one was really interesting, which is something I talk about all the time. And the aspect of you can't just say, well, I live in St. Peter's. I'm not worried about the crime in the city. Or I live in Washmo. I don't, I don't really care about what's going on in downtown St. Louis. Or I live in, you know, Arnold. You know, hey, I'm in enough, another county. I don't, and he really gave a very reasoned explanation of why no matter where we live, if you live in one of the collar counties, which on the Missouri side would be uh, St. Charles, Franklin, um, not necessarily Warren because that's not right up against St. Louis County. Any of the counties that touch St. Louis County, Jefferson, Franklin, and and uh, St. Charles, and even on the east side, the three counties that essentially touch the St. Louis Metro are Madison, St. Clair, and Monroe counties. How you can't just say, eh, not my problem. There's crime in the city. I just don't want, I won't, won't go any games anymore. You know, I won't go to the ball game, won't go to the ball game, won't go downtown to eat, you know, stuff like that. And pretty interesting because also he got a new position. He's like moving up in the world. I think what's going to happen is... He did. What did he get? Uh, if we get him on here, you can tell about it. I think what's going to happen oh. is in 2024, him and Bill Eigel are going to go head-to-head for the governor. I think Mike Elam is going to be the next governor of the state of Missouri. And you know why I'm, I'm rooting for that? Why? Because I want to get a couple special license plates that probably have, he'll have to pull some strings for me to get. Who? Bill Eigel? Well... Bill Eigel won't return my phone calls anymore. I was going to say, yeah, you're going to get a lot long way with him. <laughs> no, Mike Elam. Mike Elam. He's, I'm going to call in a favor or two with him. Hey, Mike, remember I had you on my show all the time? Yeah. Remember we ran all those ads for you and you got reelected twice? Yeah. Don't, yeah, start out with that and then <laughs> continue on and see how far that gets you. Mike, I want this special license plate. Can you get it for me? Okay. I'll work what on it. What is it? I want the singular Q. I get that. It's already. I can see why you would want that. It's already issued. You know, matter of fact, all the I, I trust me, I've checked this. All the singular letters are issued. A through Z are all issued. They're all out there someplace in the state of Missouri. And all the double, the double, like the successive, like A A B B C C D D E E. Almost all those are issued as well. Matter of fact, I think all of them have been issued. The triple letters, like triple A, triple B, triple C, have all been issued as well too. Now, when you get into the fourth, fives, and sixes, that's not. And if it's an uncommon letter, you know, like an X or something like that, you might stand a chance. But, but see, I've always been fascinated by. You had no problems getting well, double do- letters. I, 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 I don't say what it is because I'm not okay. But uh, well, I did have a problem getting it to be honest with you. But well, yeah, but Missouri know, involved incarceration. But let me still, you had them. <laughs> Yes, because I'm a 22-year-old black female who has a mur- murder warrant out for her. Yes. <laughs> and people think I'm kidding about that. Exactly. That is what comes up with my one license plate. When you run, when the police run my license plate, they get a hit on my plate, wanted or stolen, and it comes back to a young lady from North City who's a black female who's, I guess she'd be about 25 by now. When it first happened, I think she was 21 or 22, who's wanted on a murder warrant. <laughs> That's why I've been had two felony stops on that car. Anyway, uh, Missouri needs to go to seven digits because that'll make things. I agree. That then make, I can spell my whole name. <laughs> well, that, there's a lot more things you can put on a plate with seven digits. And, you know, I think there's True. some states that do eight. 
We're stuck with six. God, six. So how boring. boring. How mundane. We need six. We need seven or eight. How about ten digits? Or how about twelve? See, I have to get the six that I have (laughs) renewed. (laughs) You don't like your, your plate? No, I do like it. But I was thinking about getting Glamma. Oh, don't do that. Excuse me? Don't do that. Why? There's a reason. I'll tell you off air. Okay. It is 646. Okay. I love the way that song ends. <laughs> it just ends with a crush can. You I know it? you do. You wait for that whole <laughs> do ending. And that's one of my favorite Friday songs because he talks about I know it is. every week has a weekend and talks about Friday night. That's what this show is all about. Celebrating the best day of the week, which is Friday. I mean, remember, I'm going to school. I'm going to school on Friday morning thinking to myself, okay, only one more day of listening to my teacher. Just blah, 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 blah. And tomorrow morning, cartoons. Saturday morning cartoons. See, kids don't know what that's all about nowadays. You can get no, cartoons. they really don't. You can and, get cartoons 24 7. They nowadays. were fine for us. Yeah, and look but how. Not <laughs> fine for our kids. Look how we turned out. <laughs> we turned out quite yeah. well, actually. I have never dropped a safe on anybody's head. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I've, I've and, never. And, and you would never get that cartoon nowadays. <laughs> right. I've never, dropped, I've never dropped an anvil on anybody's head. I've no. never shot anybody with a shotgun like uh, who's who's the Elmer little Fudd. Elmer Fudd. <laughs> you know, yeah. oh, violence in television. Now it's now we have what do we have now? We have Sesame Street. You know, hey kids. Even you know, Sesame Street got a little dark there for a while, well, but it's back. It's back. I don't know. I, you know, don't see. Get me. I haven't watched uh, Sesame Street since the Snuffleupagus came on the scene. Because they were talking about taking him away. So I just boycotted Sesame Street. Are you talking about Steve Casper? <laughs> I'm sorry. You're, you're like not. <laughs> when, so Shelly goes, when Shelly goes quiet, I've according to her, I've stepped over the bounds, right? <laughs> I've I went for the kill shot, but unfortunately, <laughs> I stepped out of bounds and 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 it was thrown out. Did I? We we had the the big soccer thing the other night. Did you hear? You know, once again, I I, I am so tired of this. And matter of fact, in some cities, they've made it illegal. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. Places that don't accept cash anymore. The new soccer stadium, whatever. No cash. You can't buy anything with cash. Everything's credit That's card. And and what's interesting about that is, to me, there's a term. Hold on a minute. There's a term in the banking industry. It's called being unbanked. You know what being unbanked is? Um, Is that somebody that owns a pot shop? No. You can't get a bank account. There are lots of people who can't, for whatever reason, get a bank account. They've, you know, they said they had a checking count. They, you know, when they got things got bad and they wrote some bad checks and, you know, they get reported to Telecheck or one of the credit unions. And if you go into a bank and try to open up a bank account, they say, I'm sorry, we can't open your account. Okay. So you get to the point where you're like on the, you're on the S list. And I don't mean the super list, if you know what I'm saying. So you can't, you can't get a, a checking account. And if you can't get a checking account, you can't get a debit card, right? You can't get, you know, you don't have any money in the bank. You can't get a debit card. So, and once again, I don't understand what this fascination is with, oh, we don't accept cash. Well, there's this crazy thing on the back of the dollar bill that says, you know, or in the front or says, you know, this this legal tender for any debt, public or private, okay? There are cities 
And this started in New York City, where it got to be trendy. Where we don't accept cash. It's all, you know, it's all, you know, NFC or swipe or chip or you and know. crypto's coming in strong. Well, it it was. <laughs> it's <laughs> it got kicked in the in the in the you know where with that. God, that story is so unbelievable. The more that comes out about that, this guy was like spending money like like four years ago. The guy, I mean, talking about. Talking about getting your butt kicked. Four years ago, the guy was worth nothing. A month ago, he was worth, I don't know, $5 billion. He's not worth zero. <laughs> you know, what's his name? Friedman Jack or something like that. So why is that? Because he ran a company into the ground. He, he, he once again, it's one of these crazy things where, you know, what's interesting about this is, you got the skeptics, okay? You have the skeptics out there. Oh, I'm not going to uh, buy a car. I'm not going to buy a car. I mean, you know, go back 100 years. People go, buy a car. Why should I buy a car? I got a perfectly good horse and buggy. You know, I got a buckboard. I don't need a car. You know, and, and then and then you still have people. A computer. What's a buckboard? We've talked about this. Don't go uh, there. I know. I was just okay. messing with you. There's still, I was just joshing. There are still people out there who go, well, I don't have a home computer. I don't have a cell phone. I go, what? You what? You know, what do you do? Live in the 20s or something like that? Okay, now what they're trying to do is, oh, you've got cash? Oh, that's so old. Cash? Oh, it's dirty. It might have germs on it. It might have the virus, the vid on it. Oh, I don't want to touch cash. And and it's this trendy thing, and I think it's Philadelphia that passed a law that states that in the city of Philadelphia, you cannot have a business that does not accept cash. And I'm going like, yes, yay, yay for you guys, because I think it's wrong. Because if I go into a store and I'm, you know, I'm not, I, you know, matter of fact, my my two credit cards that I do have, can I, did I tell you the story? Of my two credit cards I do have, I don't have them anymore. And quite honestly, I don't I miss know, them because they're in my wallet, which I can't find, which I lost two months ago. And the crazy thing about it is nobody's charged anything on them. So I know they're either in my office or in my car somewhere. I cannot find it for the life of me. You know, when that car, 30 years from now, when that car goes to the junkyard, some guy's going to be in there tearing out the inter- Oh, look what I found. I found a wallet. And the worst part of it is it has a $100 bill folded up inside of it. You know, screw the credit cards because I can get those reissued. But I can't get the $100 bill reissued. Or maybe I could. Maybe if I call Kamala Harris, she could reissue my $100 bill. Anyway, uh, I just think it's wrong that you say we can't. And see, they're going like, well, it's it's like the system where we don't we don't touch the cash. And it's like, remember the the deal with the Amazon stores? I don't even know those are any of the round or that. They're around, you know, they're trying them for like experimental deal. You walked in and... Somehow or another, it sensed who you were, and you just picked up stuff, and you walked out the door, and it charged it to your cart. I'm thinking to myself, I don't know if I trust that system. You know what I mean? What if the guy is walking right behind me? You know what I mean? Like real close to me, and he just took three hundred dollars worth of stuff off the shelf, and he's like, take, he's you know, pacing me step for step, and he's right behind me, and he walks out the door. I get charged for his three hundred bucks. I get no receipt. I get no nothing. No thanks. I think they probably have that. Set up kind of like the Roombas that have, if you have cats or puppies, and the Roomba senses foreign matter on the floor. <laughs> it doesn't keep on going; it stops. Does it? You know, I've seen that Roomba. It has a great big nose on the front of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's new. <laughs> that's the yes. that's the SS Roomba. You know what the SS stands for? <laughs> uh. Uh-uh. 
Well, you you could say the first word was the S word and that sniffer, and I was going to say it was the snooper, the super snipper, sniffer, <laughs> the Roomba. <laughs> you come up with great analogies. <laughs> and the thing is, is they make total sense in my mind. <laughs> the Roomba, it won't, it won't. Okay, we won't, it won't, it won't. You know, the Roomba, it, it won't sit there and slash. If 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 the if our show's playing Crap in the Ola. in the room where the Roomba is, it won't it won't it won't move because it senses BS. Okay, we have to take a yeah. break. It, it needs to get to work, so we got to take a break. It's seven o'clock. How's that for a Friday song, Shelley? Is she there? She's not. It's one of my new Friday songs. That is Mister Three Hundred Five, Mister Worldwide, Mister Pitbull. Who we talked about this earlier about people, you know, having rough times in their lives and learning about. Things from getting your teeth kicked in, literally, sometimes figuratively, figuratively, or the other way around, figuratively, sometimes literally. Um, and interesting story with Pitbull, if you know the story, he was bullied as a kid because he grew up in a, uh, essentially, a Latino, I guess the current, current term would be Latinx, Latino area. And he's a very light-skinned Latino dude, okay? And he got made fun of because he's not dark like the other ones. You know, which is sort of weird. You know, it goes the other way. You know, I'm going like, okay, that's strange. Anyway, talked about how it made him work harder and have more of a focused, uh, you know, uh, on on being a success and learning how to be a singer and a rapper and stuff like that. And look at him now. He's Mr. 305, Mr. Worldwide. Are you there, Shelly? She's not. Okay, so two things. First off, that song caught my attention because I heard it yesterday. I heard it actually in an ad, which was interesting. I heard, hadn't played that song for a long time. And we used to play it on KSLQ um, when it first came out. And I don't think I've ever played it as a Friday song. But it has that Friday vibe to it. Secondly, it reminds me of a story that was told to me by someone, shall we say, who met a guy online and he came over to her house to pick her up for the first date. And he comes up to the door, rings the door, and she opens the door, and he's got a bag. And she says, what's in the bag? So he pulls the bag down, and it's a big old bottle of Fireball. And she goes, I thought we were going out to dinner. And he says to her, hey, babe, put this in your freezer, and we'll work on this later when we get back after dinner. (laughs) Did she continue on with the date? Is that a lie or what? Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, babe, put this in the freezer. We'll, we'll take this up later, right? No. So so what, what did she do? I can't remember the story. I think she told the guy, bye, see you, don't ever call me again. Or I can't remember if she went out with him and then said, okay, um, this was nice, see you, bye. Well, why don't we call her? <laughs> because I already got one person in trouble by trying to call him yesterday. You know, I... St- Hold on a minute. Somebody's texting me. Who? Uh, da, 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 da. Hold on a minute. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, Mike Otten just sent me a story. Uh, it's off NBC News. Opinion. I'm Latina. Here's why I won't use the, lerm, the term Latinx. Let me take a look at this real quick. Uh, it's, a, it's an op-ed by Luisa Lopez Terragosa, author and cultural critic. She says, Americans have a hard time pinning us down. We, bran- we branched out with label after label, each tag trying, to, uh, trying but failing to sum up in a single word what the 60 million of us with Latin American and Caribbean ancestry, we've made a home here. In just over half a century, 
have been appealed, applied like stickers. First, we were Hispanic. They were we Latino. And lately, Latinx, lately. The first first time I heard that word in the mid-2000s, I was teaching at a university in New York. Anyway, it goes on. She's talking about how, how she thinks it's stupid, which, once again, what's interesting is about it's not the Latin people that rename themselves. It's like, for example, it's like I tell the story, and remember, I get in trouble for this every once in a while. When I grew up, black people were called colored people, right? I didn't grow up in that. Well, I didn't grow up like that. Okay. There was a designation. Well, no, 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 no. Because the organization that represented them, which is still around today, is the NAACP, which stands for National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Okay. And so what's interesting was then then colored went out and then it was black and it was african-american and now we're we turn it back around there's a there's a term that's used in a lot of you know you see this on like a lot of websites and stuff like that bipoc which stands for black indigenous people of colors in other words if you're black if you're an indian are you a person of color and that could be like i guess you know latino um you know asian um, you know, people from Iran, you know, Middle East kind of stuff, you know, sort of a catch-all kind of thing. You know, why'd you just say human being? <laughs> why do we all have to have these crazy labels? Anyway, where was now, I going with I this? I agree with that. I, you know, see, once again, the discussion is, where did I do with it? Okay, here it is. The discussion is, I'm not a white guy because my board right here, the piece of equipment that I'm using that have all the knobs and buttons on it, it is white. I put my arm onto across that board, and there's no way I'm white. So my latest thing is I've gone to the paint store, and <laughs> one paint store says I'm Cinnamon Crunch. The other paint store says I'm – what did I say? i got to get that paint chip in here and put it in here. Um, I sent you a picture of that. What was it? What was my, what was my color? I was, I was coffee, coffee mocha or something like that. Wasn't that what I was? Coffee mocha? Mocha coffee or something like that? Don't you remember? Am I'm I talking? Looking it up as we speak. <laughs> Am sir? I talking to myself? I sent you the picture. <laughs> I was that that paint chip. So, but here's what's interesting. If I say I'm not white, people go, "You're white." I go, "No, I'm not. <laughs> this is white. Here's a piece of paper. Is that piece of paper white? Yes, it's white. My arm, my arm is my arm the same color as that piece of paper? No. Then I'm not white, right? I'm not a white guy. I'm a person of color. Yes. I go, I go to the paint store, and, and I figure out which color I am. Now, obviously, it changes from times of the year because I'm starting to fade a little bit because I'm not out with the sun as much anymore because there's not enough sun. And I'm not out cutting grass as much as I used to because— Let me open up my Z-Foldomatic. <laughs> you still haven't found my picture? Of... I found it right now. Okay. Okay. What were my three choices? That, that color chip had three colors on it. What were the it three did. choices? It was uh, were the three... Italian roast. Italian roast. Which you're not. I'm not Italian roast. Mocha Java. Mocha Java. Was it that was the that was the middle one, wasn't it? And what was the one yeah. on the right? The and one then on the coffee gelato. So you think I'm mocha java, right? No, I think you're more coffee gelato. But is that white? No. So I'm not white, right? <laughs> well, you can't really tell because all your swatches have it's it's going against hair i got a hairy arm i'm sorry i sh- clearly you know, have an hairy you know arm. i'll shave my arm the next time <laughs> i double dog dare you to shave my arm to shave your arm 
so we can actually see what color you really are. I'll go do it next break. <laughs> I got my. You will not. I got my wall trimmer. I'll go. I'll fire it up next break. I'll go shave my arm next break. Oh my God, Brad! <laughs> shave it on the air. That would be so cool. Oh, you want me to do that? What do you think? Okay, hold on a minute. Here, talk for a minute. I'll go get. I got it in the other room. Hold on a minute. Don't go away. Seriously, Brad. Yeah, yeah. I here, talk for a minute. I'll go get it. Okay. Well, just, just talk, 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 talk. Okay. Okay. What do you it, want me to say? I don't know. It'll take me thirty seconds to walk into the other studio and get it. Okay. Okay. So I'm supposed to talk during this thirty seconds while Brad Hildebrand shaves his arm to make a point because. He's got these three swatches that have like a square hole in them. So you can put it on top of your color and you can find the perfect match or see if it, um, clash, collide. I don't even know what that word is anymore. Collides. It's just, it's another word, but it, it matches or doesn't match the color of the, of the thing. And, so I told Brad that he should shave his arm because he's evidently got a very hairy arm. It's like you have to brush it like a little po- like you little unicorn pony. <laughs> and anyway, so he's going to shave it at his arm. And let me just clarify. And we're going to see what color he really is because evidently this is a thing with him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first off, I have to thank Reggie again because let me see if I can find the Reggie thing. Uh, here, here, no, I can't. I don't know if I can find it real quick. I can't find the Reggie thing. You know, the Reggie. His the here's where I bought my thing. I have a um, hold on. Where is it? It's at number eight. I can't find it. Is it? Hold on. Is it this one? Let me see if it's this one. New York City. No, that's not it. <laughs> Is it this one? I can't find Reggie. Okay. During the COVID thing, I couldn't get my hair cut. So I decide I'm going to buy, because I had a crappy trimmer that I trimmed my beard with and mustache with, and it was really sort of junky. One I got at Wally World years ago, and it broke. So I go online, and I find this guy, Reggie's like, he's a, he's a hairstylist. He's a dude like in North Carolina or something like that. And he's reviewing, he's a pro, and he's reviewing his 10 most favorite wall trimmers. Your daughter would know about this, right? And these are and these are all professional-grade wall trimmers, okay? And at the time, I could not find them online because everybody was sold out. Because, once again, COVID-19, all the hair salons shut, shut down. The barber shops shut down. You couldn't get your hair done. So what everybody was doing was, matter of fact, even there was that one picture of Mitt Romney. You remember that picture? His wife has him outside on the on the back porch of their house. And Using she's, a floby? And she's, well, remember that's when it came out. They came out that George George Clooney uses a floby to do his hair. Like, right, right, George Clooney uses a floby. So anyway... I go online, I watch this video, and Reggie says, the best trimmer is the wall five-star legend. And I finally found this beauty supply company down in Florida that had a wall five-star legend in, in, in stock. And I bought it, and I've cut my hair with it ever since, okay? Now, what's interesting about it is this has, you can zero gap this one. You know what zero gap means? Make some bald. 
No. Well, well, the zero gap is it's got a lever on the side that you know it's got all the it's got it's got all I got all the little here I got my little thing I get it you know you'd be proud of me I got this in a a little Tupperware container I got all my little combs. Oh, the, the, it's not in a. It's not buddies. in a milk crate. No, it's not a milk crate because it fall out. Okay, what do I have in my little thing? I got all my little things. I've got a. Here I got I got I got one of them which is I got I got one of them which is a which is a sixteenth inch. This is a number one half. Then I have a two, a four, a six, and an eight. And there are also little combs you can put in your hair. And I even have I even have I even have a one. Matter of fact, my brother when he used to get his hair cut, I remember he used to go to the barber and say one on the side, two on the top. So that's what the guy would do. He would put a number one comb on his wall trimmer on the on the side and two on the top. Okay. So I have this thing and quite honestly, I love it. Zero gapping means it's got a, it's got a lever on the side with no comb on it. You can make the thing to the point where the blades are actually down on your skin. You can actually feel the blades. You know what I mean? They're like, you know, they're literally, they're almost like cutting your skin. So right so now. So that means that they're bald. Yeah, you can you can essentially do like, like you can. Well, that's what I said. You can chrome dome somebody with this. Okay. So right now, hold on. Can you hear this? Oh, there it is. You hear it? Yes. That's my wall trimmer. Okay. I'm going to zero gap it. I'm going to do it right there. And I'm going to take my right arm, and I'm going to do right here, and I'm going to go. I wish I had Facebook Live on you. <laughs> this is pretty funny. Uh, here, I got I to gotta put <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I cannot believe you're doing this, Brad. Uh, okay, now I don't have the paint chip with me. Yes, I am <laughs> I'm pretty much. <laughs> you don't have the paint chip with you. Where is it? It's in my other car. Well, go outside and get it. Nah, I don't want to go outside right now. We'll do it on the break. Okay, I just shaved a spot on my arm. I shaved a spot on my arm that's about as wide as the thing is and about six inches long. Okay, so I will go. <laughs> you didn't think I'd do that. I, I really didn't. <laughs> I still don't think you did. Oh. I'm from Missouri. Oh. Show me. Hold on a minute. Oh, hold on. I don't need the paint chip for this. Hold on. Hold on a minute. <laughs> I'll take a picture of it. You don't believe me. <laughs> hold on, if I can do this. You know, you have a different color once you shaved your hair. Okay, hold on a minute. I'm taking the picture right now. Uh-huh. I'm taking the picture right now. Okay. Right. Sure. I'm taking it right now. I'm going to send it to you, okay? Shelly and I are not in the same studio. Okay. <laughs> you need to quit telling people that. <laughs> okay. Here they, we go. They see us sitting down next to each other and a swanky couple of chairs with two microphones and a nice rug in front of us and a nice fufu lala thing on the desk on the uh, coffee table between us. That's and plants behind us. And reality is <laughs> <laughs> that's no, what they need to know. Reality is nothing like that. Okay, hold on a minute. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, as I always say, the fantasy is usually bet much better than the reality. Okay, hold on a minute. Let me I'll send this to you. Uh, hold on, that's not working. Hold on. I gotta send this to you. Okay, I'm getting the picture. Okay. I just sent you the picture, okay? You will see the spot on my right forearm, which is now bald. <laughs> Did you get the picture yet? Nope. Okay, wait till you get the picture. I'm not kidding about this. Literally, I'm not kidding about it. I just shaved my arm. So I, I maybe I could go out to my car. You know what? I didn't shave it really. Let me let me go. Hold. Let me do one more time. There's a couple spots I missed here. Hold on. I don't think that those are going to make a difference. 
okay, now I got it. Well, you take, did you see the picture yet? No, it hasn't come to me. Come on. I'll send it again. It isn't. I'll send oh, it again. Oh, there it is. Okay, see the bald spot on my arm? No, there's still hair. It's still hairy. No, 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 no. You got to look real close. There's a bald spot. I shouldn't have to look real close because yeah. you're hairy everywhere. So you need to shave it closer. That's, that's what she said. <laughs> I did it on my arm. I wouldn't arm. know about that, but whatever, man. I did it on my arm. <laughs> what are you? What are you shaving your air arm? That that doesn't grow back. Yeah, it does. Air arm grows back. Trust me. <laughs> you know, I I still <laughs> every time I play the ad with Jason. You didn't shave it very much at all I well but once again this is not like you want me to go here during the break I'll go actually get my razor and I shave my face with it I'm really shaving I'll shave it down to nothing you only have one razor yeah I'm dying. it was the one of the the ten in a basket this is this is Mr. Cheapskate Brad I buy these these razors dollar shave club? no these no that's expensive dollar shave club's expensive I buy these razors that you can get them, and they come in a bag. There's like 20 of them in there. And the problem with them is the reason they sell them, they're like 50 cents for a bag of like 20 of them. No, I'm not exaggerating. I'm telling you. I buy 50, like 20 razors for like 50 cents, okay? The problem is they've been crushed, and they're little plastic handles, little plastic, you know, like pivoting, little two-blade kind of deals. And uh -huh. for some reason, all the blades, the blade heads have separated from the handles. So you have to reassemble them. That's why they're that's where they're fifty cents for twenty of them because okay. you can't just open up the bag and use one. You got to reassemble them all. So I'll go I'll go shave that during the break as well too. You so yeah, you that wasn't very close at all. Well, because once again, it's 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 not it's not a razor cut. I mean, if I did this on my head, you know, I mean, I, what I, happened to zero gap? Well, even with zero gap, you know, if if you if because see. The whole, there's a whole art to be, like going. Because if you zoom in on it, you can see the little tiny hairs stubble. that haven't been right, cut. Right, right. But but see, once again, if you go like, let's say, if I go to the barber and I say, okay, I'm sorry, but you need to shave it closer. <laughs> if I go to the barber and I go, okay, I'm tired of wearing this hairpiece, you know, take my hairpiece off, and he, you know, yank off the 200 mile an hour NASCAR, you know, Velcro tape on my on my hairpiece, my Hans Wyman hairpiece. And then he said, okay, you want me to just shave your head? So what he'd do is, first off, he would take his wall trimmer and zero gap it, and he would cut all my hair off, okay? Then, uh -huh. he, then he would shave my head. Matter of fact, they have, there's guys, you don't get this kind of stuff. because You I, have never had your head shaved. Shut up. You want, you want to see me get my head shaved? If you do it, do it for St. Baldrick's. I'll do it. I'll do it for somebody buying a hundred thousand dollar advertising package. Hey, buy a hundred thousand dollars on this radio station advertising. I'll shave my head. You know, how about that? No. <laughs> I, hey, I'd do it for if fifty. If somebody bought a hundred thousand dollar radio package, I would shave my head. Wow! Wow! <laughs> and Mark Cox in ninety seven one did it as a as a thing for a charity. He raised all sorts of money. Saint Baldrick's. No, it wasn't that. It was somebody else. He did it. He raised he he raised a bunch of money for. And the deal was, he if he raised all this money, he was going to shave his head. He shaved his head in the air. Okay, so you don't really believe that I have my wall five star legend trimmer there. No, I do it? believe that, but you just didn't shave your arm appropriately. I've got all sorts of hair laying here on the console. I got to get my vacuum cleaner well, out to clean it up. Well, you still have hair on your arm. Well, I'll go shave it during the break, okay? 
Miss Perfect. Okay. Jeez Louise. Miss Perfect. Okay. Put your mangina in your pocket and just shave your arm. <laughs> okay, I'm going to shave my arm. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a break. We might have a guest. We need a break. We might have a guest coming up. And then again, we might not. He might be listening going like, I'm not going on that show where the guy's shaving his arm. I'm not going on that show. Okay, it's 726. Shelly, I don't care what you call that song. I love that song. You call it what? The Dancing Baby song or whatever? It is the Dancing Baby song. It's it's Blue Swede, Ooga Shaka, Ooga Shaka, Ooga Shaka. I love that song. The Dancing Baby song. Okay, whatever. I've never seen that. I, I, by the way, I sent you another picture, but we have to. We have an important phone call I have to make here. We have to okay. call. We have to make call someone. We have to call someone in here. And after he's listening to a show, he probably won't answer the phone. <laughs> going like, I'm not going to go in here with those people. Touch your leg. Answering. What? What? What'd you say? I'm not answering this call. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Elam. <laughs> County. But hang on, hang on. Before we get into anything, okay. Does Shelley think this is the Dancing Baby song because of Ally McBeal? Yes. Was that? That's exactly okay. what she thinks. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, okay. You know, I'm so I'm listening to that song, and I'm I'm just thinking to myself, there are some songs that you hear, and it doesn't matter what kind of mood you're in. As soon as you hear it, you go, I just feel better. I couldn't. And that is one of those songs. I'm telling you. You know, we play we play different music here on Friday morning. And my whole goal, because as a kid, I don't know if you were like this. When I went to school on Friday, I'm going like Friday, man, my day, no more school after today. And everything <laughs> went better on Friday. You know what I'm saying? I do. And and that's what well, we do with this show. We try to put all the kind of we. Pl- I used to call it break the format Friday because you know being a radio guy, I'd throw I play songs. Sure. We, I play Sammy Davis Jr. and I play Dean Martin and stuff like that. But you have exactly said exactly how I feel about the music I try to play. No matter what I, mood you're in, it makes you feel better. There there was this thing that Magic 108 used to do back in the day. You date yourself way Mike. back Wednesday. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, it, that was. That was awesome because you would hear all these songs from uh, back in the day, as the expression goes. And it, it just brings back happy memories. And you're like, wow, this is cool. And in today's climate, happy memories, not a bad thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We need those. Okay, this is Mike Elam. And I always get confused. You're a county council person, man. What are you? County council. Yes, okay, District 3. District 3, St. Charles County. Okay, yesterday, I'm telling you, you were smoking yesterday. Yesterday, you're sitting in, <laughs> I'm telling you, you're sitting in for Mark Reardon because, what, he lost his voice yesterday in 97-1? Yeah, he got sick. So I got a phone call yesterday morning, and they said, hey, can you do Mark's show today? I'm like, I'm going to be downtown for East West Gateway. So, yeah, I can, actually. So, so I I just kind of winged it all day long. So Mike gets on the air, and the first thing he does is he tells the Paul Pelosi joke. And I'm going like, Oh my God! I can't believe he said that. <laughs> Sometimes a filter would be good, but I, I leave it at home. You know, that's a line I won't use in this show, <laughs> and I'll say, and I'll say pretty much anything. So we'll, we won't, we won't uh, go there. Okay, two things I want to talk to you about. First off, okay. first off, we're gonna, we haven't done it so far this morning. Matter of fact, there's an interesting story, and you've got one. I'll tell you this story. I think this happened in. in Pittsburgh, where a lady gets carjacked. These two guys grab her out of her car, yank her out of her car, throw her out of her car, off they go with her car. 
And then they abandoned the car. Well, they know who one of the guys is because you know why? Because his phone was still connected to the car. Yes, his, his, his iPhone got connected to her Bluetooth. So when they, they go to get the car, his name is up on the screen on the on the phone because it Bluetooth connected his phone, his iPhone, when he's in the car carjacking it. It's like, okay, stupid criminal tricks. Okay, the one you told yesterday, tell that story about, about the, the, the car theft uh, a task force in St. Charles County. Yes, yeah, so there was... We started having this ring of car thefts going on all across St. Charles County. So they put together a joint task force and they caught uh, one of the people who was stealing a car. And it turned out to be a 14-year-old kid who was driving the car. They, they like to recruit these uh, young kids because there's not a lot that they do to them. And when they're 18, their record's expunged. And so, you know, it's a, it's a whole other thing, right? So they, they catch this kid. And this kid's phone still has the map up of where he is supposed to take the car that he is stealing. <laughs> because so because they just followed the map to where he was supposed to go <laughs> in downtown St. Louis. And when they get there, they're like, BB, they raise the door and everybody goes in and, and arrest everybody else. And they find all these cars that have been stolen from around the region. It's like, no, thanks. No kidding. And you told that story, I thought to myself, I don't almost believe that, but it's true, right? It's true, yeah. <laughs> well, so, so the other bad part about hiring a 14-year-old to do your crime is they're a 14-year-old. Right. So they do 14-year-old stuff. <laughs> right. They don't think about stuff like that. So, right. So, so he's got it on his phone. So the police, did they did they take the car he actually stole? Was that they, they drove that down to the place in the city? Are they, they did. So they, they pull up to the garage door, they honk the horn, the door opens, and it's all the car thieves inside, right? <laughs> From the way that I understand the story, yeah. Unbelievable. And they, they, they just raid the raid the building, and that's where everybody's at. So <sighs> Okay, that was interesting. Things. Yeah, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about was, and I talk about this all the time. You and I have talked about this both on and off air. You're a guy in St. Okay. Charles County, right? Okay. Right. I have this situation. Our stations are predominantly, you know, Warren County, St. Charles County, Franklin County, even a little bit of West St. Louis County, okay? We run into people all the time to talk about, oh, I don't care what happens in the city because that's the city. I live in, insert Darden Prairie, you know, Wentzville, uh, you know, Washmo, Union, Arnold, you know, whatever, okay? Explain why that's wrong. So the example that I gave yesterday is when I was in basic training in the Navy, to get out of basic training, you had to swim 200 yards. And the reason you have to do that is when a ship goes down, it creates this undertow that sucks everything around it down with the ship. And that is the situation that we're in with the city of St. Louis. If the city of St. Louis continues to sink to the proverbial bottom of the ocean, they will drag all of the rest of the surrounding metro community down with it. So it is within all of our best interest to avoid the undertow and the giant sucking down to the bottom of the ocean depth. We will all feel, at least in, in some respects, right, if we don't fix the problem that is the ship in the middle of the ocean, and that is the city of St. Louis. You know, you gave that analogy yesterday, and I thought to myself, that is the perfect analogy. And and 
everybody can visualize that. And I really didn't know that about you have to swim 200 yards, and essentially it's the life-saving swim is what it is, right? Because It is, and then they teach you how to float with everything that you're wearing. Really? Uh, yeah, you, you learn how to take off your, your dunkaree pants, tie the legs into a knot, and you scoop them uh, to catch air. And you can float on them for a minute or two. No, I mean kidding. when you're in the. Well, think about it. When when you're in a, a massive navy ship, right? You're in the middle of the ocean, probably. Right. And if you're in the middle of the ocean, there is no swimming to shore. Right. Exactly. <laughs> ain't gonna happen. So the only way that you really stay alive is to float. And if you exert a bunch of energy, eventually you're gonna get tired and drown. So they teach you how to use your little uh, dog bowl hat that we all got uh, to scoop air. And you can float with that. You can float with your shirt. You can float with your pants. Um, there's a lot of ways to keep yourself alive when you're floating in the middle of the ocean. So that was one of the things that, that they taught you how to do. Well, that was the best analogy that, that I think of in my head. No. When it's why do we care about the city of St. Louis? You know, let them all go. Who cares? No, you you need to care. See, I couldn't agree with you more because of the fact that with my stations, I've heard this from you know as well as I do. There are people in St. Charles County that say, oh, who cares about what goes on in, in, in downtown St. Louis? I've heard it from people in Franklin County. I've heard it from people in, 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 in you know, Jefferson County, even on the east side. I have a friend of mine still lives in Edwardsville. Right. I don't care about what goes in the city. I live in Edwardsville. Dude. You know, when you go on a trip and you're traveling somewhere and someone says, hey, where are you from? You don't say Edwardsville, Illinois. Oh, yo, I'm from the St. Louis area. Right. That's what you say. Right. You know, well, and, and when you're trying to recruit businesses, you you need this area to be as good as it can possibly be, because business means opportunity for you and, and not just you, you, your kids, your neighbors, uh, everybody. Right. We need we need a growing, healthy city that doesn't have a reputation of, of murders and everybody getting carjacked and insert crime here, right? We need to change the image of the city. And I, I don't know what it's gonna take. I know when we were at the East-West Gateway meeting last month, it was on the heels of the shooting that happened in South St. Louis City. and. Mayor Jones brought up the fact of, I think East-West Gateway should host a crime summit to address this crime problem. And most everybody else who is from Collar counties around St. Louis all kind of looked at her and said, welcome to the party. Right. We have been waiting for this. Right, right. Where, where you been, right? <laughs> right. right. I, I, don't, I don't know why this shooting is the one that got you to pay attention, but Hey, we're we're all on board, and pretty much everyone in that room said, "When, where? Tell me, I'll be there." Now you mentioned um, you mentioned the fact that you are now on the East West Gateway Board, correct? Correct. And so you represent St. Charles County. How many people represent St. Charles County? Uh, it's Steve Elman and myself. Only two. How many people represent the city of St. Louis? Uh, it, it's similar. They have so East West Gateway is made up of three counties and Metro East five counties in Metro St. Louis. Uh, you got Jefferson, Franklin, St. Charles, St. Louis, and the city of St. Louis. And then you have uh, Madison, uh, St. Clair, Monroe, who are all on Metro East. 
and you have representatives, all of their county executives, mayors are are on that council. And then you have some at-large members who are there. And then you have the um, the folks who aren't voting members, but they're part of the council from IDOT, MoDOT, uh, Mary Lamy, who's the executive director of the Freight Commission. You know, all of all of those folks are part of it. It's a very large organization um, who does a lot that no one knows about. And and here's the most important question. This is like an honor for you, correct? Uh, I'm told that, yes. So they don't know <laughs> they they don't know about you used to be in the radio business? That didn't have a determining factor on whether you got on or not. <laughs> well I I have a feeling if they would have known that, that wouldn't have been in my favor. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Elam, uh, you did a great job, and you did a Paul Pelosi line that I won't touch. So I have to tell you, you are you are the man. You are the man. All I can say. Okay, uh, have a good one. Right. I appreciate it. It's it's always good to spend a little time with BS in the morning. <laughs> I, I hope everybody is hooked on a feeling and has a great Friday. Yes, thank you so much. Bye. Thanks, man. See uh-huh. Bye, bye. Mike Elam, what a great guy. Are you there, Shelly? He, he really is a good man. What a, like, wh- just this really good human he's all a, the way around. What's interesting is he's like the unpolitician politician. You ask him he a question, totally is. you get an answer. He doesn't tell you. You should have you... asked him about the cap. The cap? Which cap? The hat that was on his head to let, help you float. Oh, the, the dog bowl? What about it? Well, what he said. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, see, I've heard that story before. I know other Navy guys, and they've told the story about, about how they t- – I've never heard the story about swimming 200 yards because you're trying to get away from the ship. But he told that analogy in 97-1 yesterday, and I thought to myself, what a great analogy because of the fact that, you know, the city of St. Louis is right in the smack dab in the middle of the metro area. You know, you got the – you know, what they call – they call it – now it's got to be called the collar counties, which are essentially the counties around the city, which are, you know, uh, St. Louis County – St. Charles, Franklin, and Warren on the on the uh, Missouri side, and Illinois uh, from north to south, Madison, St. Clair, and Monroe. And once again, if you got, it's like anything. If the center is rotten, the rest of it rots too. And see, once again, I I I have no problem with the people in Washmo or the people in Wentzville or St. Peter's or O'Fallon or Arnold who take pride in their community. But you have to realize we're part of a bigger piece. You can't just say, well, we're in union. We don't have problems like that here. Guess what? You get painted with that broad brush. And and the fact is that, try as you might, you are still in the St. Louis metro. According to the government, they had this thing called the MSA, the Metropolitan Statistical Area. That's 15 counties. That is, um, what is it, eight counties on, or no, I think it's nine counties on the Missouri side and, and, and seven counties on the Illinois side. And the nine counties in Missouri, I can't all of it city of st louis st louis county franklin county warren county uh, jefferson county and then it goes one county out it goes uh lincoln county warren county and i believe now they picked up uh, uh washington county which is to the southwest of, of franklin county in illinois it's the three mississippi river counties it's uh, madison monroe and and st Clair, and then it's two of them behind that it's clinton and something else once again the federal government views that as the St. Louis area. They don't view it as, oh, little, little be- look at beautiful Washmo. No, it's St. Louis. You know, and once again, oh, look at beautiful downtown St. Charles. No, it's St. Louis. You know, but anyway, <sighs> Mike, he's so good. <laughs> so 
You didn't say what the Pelosi joke was. <laughs> I, I don't. I even, couldn't really hear him. I don't even think I can give that. I he, he talked. He comes on the air right up to get go. Hey, you know what? They figured out what happened to Paul Pelosi. I'm going like, okay, interesting. And I'm going like, I can't believe he just said that. We probably don't need to hear it. <laughs> I mean, for for a man who. <sighs> <laughs> his daily his daily post is a dad joke. Right, that's what he talked about in the air too yesterday. And you know, you know, you know, he, you know, why he said he started that. Why his daughter is going to college, and I think she he said Central Missouri State, and the routine was that he'd always tell they they have a routine for years that they take a picture of her at her first day of school and obviously they dropped her off early and then she was in her dorm or whatever and she took a picture so to commemorate the fact that she hated her father's dad jokes, he posts a dad joke every day on his Facebook page. And it's sort of in tribute to his daughter who's away at college. So every day he posts the dad joke. which And some of them are, are pretty funny. Some they of them, are. I wonder if he gets them from Alexa. I don't know. Some of them I've never heard before. I'm thinking to myself, I've told some stupid dad jokes to my kids before, but I don't know where he gets those. Those are pretty good. Okay, we have to take a break. Ah. <sighs> Okay. Did you see the latest picture I sent you? I um is it I cut my arm shaving it with the razor. So I want you to oh, know that... I've <laughs> I've drawn blood shaving my arm, okay? Okay. <sighs> it's 750. Brad, Brad. It's 750. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad, and you know what? What? I need to analyze that song. Let's get our expert um um uh, Adam Neely who's going to analyze that song for us. You ready? Uh-huh. So when we say mediant, that's just a very old school way of saying the third note of the major scale. Nakia G, the mediant is B. The chord built off of B is a B minor chord. And so when we modulate from G major to B minor, that is a mediant modulation. What? <laughs> Did you understand what he said? <laughs> Not one word except for what? <laughs> you know, what's interesting about it, by the way, James Strong, I don't know if he's still listening, I think it's 756, let me think, he runs his life by the second, 756, he's pulling into the parking lot at his job right now, <laughs> he sends me a text, all it says is, let me read this, it says, Mangina, question, question, smiley face, smiley face. Oh. <laughs> About you saying that on the air. Yes, Brad, I know why he asked that. <laughs> uh, he made a comment. Matter of fact, he was listening last week when I played the Adam Neely thing. If you don't know who Adam, Adam Neely is, he's this brilliant musician. And he has a YouTube channel, and he breaks down songs. And it's interesting because, let me think, I still have the text from last week. Um Here's his, this is last week, November 10th. I listened to his, this is this is James Strong. I listened to his explanation on the girl from Ipanema. It's 40 minutes of my life. I will never get back. <laughs> See, he takes songs, and it's interesting because of the fact that you listen to a song. You go, oh, I like the beat. I like the harmony. I like the fact that it changes keys. He goes through and dissects it like measure by measure. Okay, on this one, they're in a major fifth. And when they're escalating into a minor fourth, I'm going like, I have no idea what he's talking about. You know, and I'm a guy who was a musician for, musician in quotes, that is, for, I don't know, like 12 years of my life. When I was in, from the time I was like seven years old, I was in, I played, and I played up until I was in college. You know, trombone, baritone, low brass, could even play a little bit of trumpet, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, 
And to me, it's like he might as well be speaking another language. I don't understand what he's talking about. <sighs> it's a subculture. Well, he's so good. See, what's interesting about that is this is like anything. You can look at a car. You know, I mean, you know, most people can look at a car and go, okay, that's a nice new car. And then there's the car nerd who comes along and says, well, that car is interesting because of the fact that it has a fuel-injected, crossfire, direct-injected, you know, OptiSpark-operated uh, engine with reverse-time... power pistons. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, and, and, and the, the year before that, they used the OptiSpark engine, but and then the year after that, they used the DuraSpark engine, which had the reverse osmosis filter on it, which meant, meant that you could go 110 <laughs> miles an hour instead of 106.2. Okay, what? Funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like there are people in the radio business that have like the magic format you know uh-huh. you know you know i've talked about this before a guy comes up you know if i played i'm gonna put a radio station on the air and i'm gonna play one song the top of the hour song is going to be a christian up-tempo christian song and then the next song is going to be like a hard rock song and then we're going to follow that up with bubble gum from the 1910 fruit gum company I'm going like, who in the world's going to listen to that? Oh, it's going to be great. We'll have everybody in St. Louis. Everybody in St. Louis will be the number one station. Nobody will listen to KC or WIL anymore. We'll have the number one station. Okay, magic format. Okay, go away. Leave me alone. My uncle, who, God rest his soul, um, loved Old Town Country. Yeah. Like Johnny Cash. Right. And um, he said, Shelly, you need to tell your boss that I've got the perfect thing thing that he can play on his station and people it'll just be a winner i said what that's what is that uncle art he goes original old time country and believe it or not we did that once on what is now crap we was called it was a format called true country and it was like i did not know that. yeah it was a hybrid format it was it was called true country and it was a hybrid format and it was like current stuff and then it was 50s and 60s country and it was like two currents one throwback and and the currents this was before the bro country stuff hit the the currents were like still like george Strait and people like that right you know right. i mean and it wasn't and it was you know brad paisley stuff like that not like bro country you know uh you know florida georgia georgia line where it might as well be rock and roll you know with the power chords even even jason right. Al, even jason aldean gets some grief about that because i remember the first time i saw jason aldean on tv and he's on an award show and i really didn't know who he was it was like he was like i think he got the award for like the up-and-coming artist and he's got this guy that was doing the guitar. He could have been playing for for Megadeth. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> he's hitting these power chords. I'm going. That's not country. Even to the point where Brantley Gilbert. You know who Brantley Gilbert is? Brant, I do. Brantley Gilbert, the song that made him, um, you know, a, a countrywide, which is he talks about. You know, no matter where you're at in the country, is, is there's country music countrywide. If you watch the video, the guy who's playing his drums has got a mohawk. You know, now, once again, when you think of a country drummer, you don't think of a dude with a mohawk, right? You know, it's not a guy no, with a mohawk. No, not necessarily. <laughs> right, it's not They're a guy. more of an emo, tortured rock. Well, yeah, it's more like Megadeth or, or you know, something like that. You know, something like... Or throat punch. <laughs> right, or something like that. Not a guy with a mohawk. Okay, we have to take a break. We're running late. I'm sorry. We're Actually, gonna... we need to go because it's 8.01. <sighs> I got commercials to play here still. Um, well, then play them. Man, I don't know if they're going to play. You know what? Hold on. Let's see if they're going to. You know, the weather's going to play. You know what? I'll have to reschedule them. Um, I blew it. Okay. It's my fault. Okay. Yeah, I missed it. I got to carry. It's all your damn fault, Shelly. 
<laughs> it usually is, Brad. <laughs> it's all your damn fault. That's all I can Whatever. say. Whatever. It's your Thank fault. Thank you. What's, a, what's that man's name? Grizzly Bear or what is it? Well, I don't uh, Grizzly Adams? No. The the dude that you follow that like you like give homage to him. Brian Richardson? Cletus McFarland. Brian Richardson? <laughs> uh-huh. No. Uh, yeah, that's what you do about him. Grant Cardone? The other one that I don't like. The other one you don't like. Who's Cletus McFarland? No, he's the car guy. You know, and he's like a multimillionaire now. He just had a he's just had a Who kid. Who cares how much money he has? I do because I want to be like him. He has his own racetrack. He has, drives all these cars. He bought a he bought a tank. Yeah, and he has all of his money because you're sitting there like sponsoring him like like a God Squad station. I'm not sponsoring him. I just watch his videos. Mm. Anyway, oh my goodness, it's eight oh three. What about Jennifer? She's gone. Jennifer has left the building. Did she flow the coop? <laughs> yeah, she's gone. <laughs> she's gone. It's because you shaved your hair. No, I shaved my arm. You don't believe me. My latest picture. Are you going to put that on Facebook? You see where I nicked my arm? See the, the cut in my arm? See the blood right there? Yeah, I just thought it was just like one of your things. A pimple or something like that? No, no. no. <laughs> one of my things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think you've been... I had fingers broken, but your whole body's been broken. See, I can't believe you've never broken a bone. I've broken. I don't. Why? I, did, why do you keep on saying that? I'm putting that out in the universe. I'm fascinated by that. I can't believe. I guess I'm thinking to myself, hey, you know, if I've been tough in my body through the years or what? Five broken arms, you know, two broken yes, legs. You have been rough I, I don't on know, your body. I don't know how many. Broken... And the reason for that is because you don't get these things fixed. I don't get what fixed. You just power through them. Then they just fix on their own. Like what? What don't I get fixed? Um. Okay, the first time I broke my your arm, body. I fell off the monkey bars at school when I was in second grade. Okay, second time I broke my arm, I was at Boy Scout camp and I tripped over a tent peg and and and, and broke my arm on another tent peg. The third time I broke my arm, I was driving back. I was driving over to a friend's house to play basketball. And I slid on a bunch of gravel, and I fell down, and I and you know, my bike dumped on me, and I broke my arm there. And the fourth time I broke my arm, I got hit by a car. I was on my bike, and a car hit me, and the guy took off. The fifth time I broke my oh, I actually broke my arm six times. The fifth time I broke my arm, I was in I was in uh, I was out of college. And I fell down somewhere. And then the sixth time I broke my arm was at the old studios in Washmo where I stepped off the back porch and I missed the step and I and I fell on the parking lot and I my arm fell underneath me and I broke my arm six times. Did you get it reset? Not that not that time I did. Uh-huh. Did you get a cast on it? Uh I got one of those little air casts kind of well, you know, those little kind of those do. ones you get from Walgreens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I went to the doctor, x rayed it, and they said, Yep, it's broken. And I go, you know what? I didn't want the cast. And they go, well, you you got to get a cast. Went the I went to a dock in a box. And they go, you you got to get a cast. I go, I don't want a cast. I'll just I'll just deal with it. And the doctor says says what if it doesn't heal right? I go, that's my life story. <laughs> it won't heal right. You Have know, you seen my body? Right. There's a roadmap of pain. You want to take some other X-rays, and I'll show you all the other things that didn't heal right. <laughs> you know, like my head. Look at my head. Let didn't me heal just right. pull up my chart. <laughs> right. right. See, I'm amazed by that. That that you know that you know and, and oh, anyway, okay. Get out of here. 
I'll play the last song and then I'll do the IDs and we'll be done. Okay. Have okay. a real good have a good Everybody weekend, Shelly. Have a great weekend. Brad, have a great weekend yourself. I will. Peace and I fly. I will stay away from you and it'll be a great weekend. What'd you say? <laughs> I'm gonna throat punch you on that one. <laughs> Get out of here. Bye. TP buddy. It's eight oh six. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon.